welcome to the Track Talk podcast. We are back with a preview of the first race of the season, the Bahrain Grand Prix. I don't think Charlotte can contain her excitement. She is buzzing. Jay, it's kind of hard to tell. I'm not going to lie, but how are you guys? I am buzzing, actually, believe it or not. Um, I I don't think I'm as, um, what's the word, emotionally available as Charlotte. I don't express my emotions as much. Charlotte is actually bouncing off the walls. She's going to f- come on this microphone in five seconds and show the people who are listening to this podcast how excited she is. So, Charlotte, take the floor. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I can't stop smiling. Like, I don't think my smile could be any bigger. Um, I'm just honestly, all I can keep saying is I'm so excited. And you know, I was talking about even with my dad earlier, and he was like, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but I think I'm that excited. But then I explained why, and I'll just quickly tell you why. Because it's the start of a new season. It's a fresh, fresh canvas, you know, completely starting from new. No one's got any sort of advantage on points. It's just brand new. We've got new drivers. We've got the cars. We get to finally see all 20 on track. I freaking love Bahrain. Oh my, I'm just so excited. Do you think she's excited then? Yeah, maybe. I can't tell oh, really. Can't it's tell. tricky to tell. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, I asked, I asked her before we started recording. I said, "Is this what you were like at Christmas when you were a kid?" She goes, "No." <laughs> more excited for a Bahrain Grand Prix than Christmas right, as a toddler. Yeah, I think honestly, I don't even know if I was this excited last year. I don't know what it is. I just I feel like. The winter break's been it's been a while. I feel like I haven't seen cars race for a long time. But at the same time, I just I've got the excitement of will we have a really good championship battle this year? Are we gonna see more people in the championship fight? It's just all those unanswered questions like how are Ferrari gonna play out? You know, are the Mercs gonna be up to par? Are, are mid team like you know, midfield battles, but are they gonna be able to challenge for podiums and um wins and things like oh yeah i'm just bloody excited really anyway um <laughs> in a bit of news that we had we weren't sure lance Stroll obviously missed testing but he will be lance driving this weekend after he was all fit so clearly this whole thing about he's broken both his wrists maybe wasn't completely accurate uh I, I that would make driving quite him. hard just i've seen pictures of him with sort of some <laughs> kind of strapping or tape on his wrists Maybe he's just got very fast healing wrists. Maybe. What's that Harry <laughs> Potter spell that, like, men's... Experience. Oh, no, that got rid of his bones, didn't it? No, not that one. Do you know what I mean? Not a clue. I he falls off his broom in life. Quidditch. You've never seen it. You've never... Oh, my God, that makes me feel so much better. I haven't seen all of them, no. Oh, my God. One I need to second of them. everything. I've seen the first three and the last one. No wonder you didn't know what I was on about. Yeah, sorry. I don't actually. I feel like I half know what you mean. Um, but actually, uh, he uh, spoke with F1 um, this morning, and he said that he had some minor surgery on his right wrist, and his left one was banged up a little bit. Um, he said it was just pretty, yeah, a painful bike accident. I just came off the bike and ate it pretty hard. I guess that's the Canadian in him. Ate, ate it? it pretty... he, ate, yeah. he, ate, he ate the bike? Or... I don't know what's going on. Um, he said the doctor was incredible. Physio was unbelievable. So, yeah. I mean, we, sh- we, shall, we shall see. They probably are that good if you can afford that. If you can afford that that <sighs> level of healthcare, then 
You know, you're oh, really getting head massages alongside your healthcare. Well. <laughs> it's someone like his dad, yeah. They can afford it. It must have been pretty bad, though, if he needed surgery on it. Because I've broken my wrist mm. and it just got snapped back into place. I didn't get any of this fancy business. Yeah, but your dad's not oh. a billionaire, is he? So. No, it's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, I saw a little rumour, I don't know how true it was, that Djokovic oh. was actually a bit blindsided by this and just assumed he'd be driving this weekend. Well, I thought he was as well. And then all of a sudden, we, I wake up this morning and it's like, oh no, Lance Stroll's driving. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Hmm. Mm. I think that they put a press release there earlier this week saying that you know, they're going to give Lance every opportunity to drive. So yeah, they did. if Djokovic is blindsided, then I'm not too sure why he would be blindsided. It's still going to be a very tricky Friday and Saturday morning for Lance trying to get, mm. you know, three days of testing in three hours. It is, it is. But I, I've, I've seen that he's been doing a lot of simulator work over the last couple of nights. So Lance, te- Lance Stroll P10, I think is on the cards, it sounds like. That's very optimistic. No, I just think last season he would just, he would just end up in P10 somehow. Yeah, if you watch the race at the front, you know, the staff wins... I don't know. Oh dear, Lance Stroll's tenth. How's he manage that then? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, in news that is probably also why Charlotte is so excited about Bahrain, Lando's done a little interview and kind of said that yes, the McLaren's not where they want it to be, but it might not be as bad as everyone's making out. Like a lot of people were putting them last in their predictions. Like surely not. But Lando was kind of saying, yeah, we're not where we want to be, but it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, that's reassuring. Um, he said, maybe we didn't explore as many paths as we should have done. And when we got on the right path, it was a little bit too late. Um, and I think the main thing he said uh, when he spoke to Sky Sports F1 was they realised the main development they needed to do too late. So they knew what they needed to fix, but in the development process, it was a little, little bit too late. So... You know, maybe this weekend and maybe in the first couple of races, it might not be up to par, or I don't know if they have been able to make a few adjustments since testing to now. Um, but, you know, I, I, when I heard that they, like, you know, journalists and, you know, people in the F1 world were putting them to be the worst car on the grid, putting them in 10th, I thought, really? Like, I, I know, like, you know, they could, they could, have made not the best race car but in general if we're just thinking about financial backing they have much more financial backing than a team like Haas so I really do hope that we do see them at least in uh, the midfield battle fight and I think Lando was saying you know towards the end of the year or maybe in time to come they will be challenging for podiums and wins and things like that so I have my fingers crossed but if this weekend is a disappointment I'm not going to, you know, be too upset because um, last year Daniel came 14th and Lando came uh, 15th and then things improved from then with Lando even getting a podium in Imola. So, you know, it's going to be okay. This is what I'm telling myself. It's going to be okay. Yeah, I think agreeing with what Charlotte said in terms of last year they had a car that was set up for certain places and wasn't very set up for other places. They struggled last year in Bahrain. I think we said it on the episode earlier this week that, you know, by MLR they sorted it all out and Lando was on the podium. So I think it'd be a similar case of that this year. You know, you can't go from being the fifth quickest car to the slowest car 
in a winter break where there's been no major revamp of the regulations, that would just be ridiculous. So if they do struggle in Bahrain, it's best to see them, you know, back at it come round four, round five. Yeah, I mean, I said that, and I kind of said this in the last podcast. I was like, even if them and Williams start the season <clears throat> very similar, surely McLaren have more room to develop rather than Williams, given the facilities they've got and the driver lineup they've got. Yeah, and I, I, I just hope that they don't go back to their struggles with the Honda era. That's my <laughs> main thing. I've got a theory. Actually. I really don't want that to I've be got a theory. Thing. I've got a theory. Hit us. Hit us with it. Okay, I just this has just come to me just now, and I feel the need to express it to you guys. Do you think they they were so determined to get Piastri in because they know that Lando will probably leave and will want to go on to the bigger teams? So if they're going to build a team around someone, why not build it around Piastri? Yes. They've built it around Lando for years, haven't they? Hoping yeah. they'd be the ones to give him the car. And he's but... also there for three more years. It's true. But at I feel least like it's inevitable that he's going to leave. Mm. It's it's hard to say, but that it is yeah, it it makes sense. But with the way that Lando shows his like commitment and trust in the team, it looks like you know he's very loyal to them and he's very grateful for where they've put him in his career. Obviously, he is very sought after. You know, there's no no you know lie that he's a very good driver. So other teams may be looking at him. So. Yeah, it's it's a hard one. It's a hard one. But in general, you know, even Piastri, it's it was a shock when he went to McLaren. It's true. That infamous tweet that he put out. <laughs> um, right, moving on. In I think we did it in most races last season and forgot in some other races. We did a little 30-second rundown of what to expect this weekend. For the first race of the season, Charlotte is taking the reins. And she has 30 seconds. I've got a timer. She has 30 seconds to take us through everything that we need to know for the Bahrain Grand Prix. Indeed. Are you ready? Yeah, I've done my stretches. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. So the first GP was in 2004, where it was dominated by the two Ferraris of Michael Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello. The track is 5.412 kilometers and designed by Herman Tilke, who also designed tracks such as Abu Dhabi, Miami, uh, Intercity Istanbul Park and Sepang International Circuit. There will be a total of 57 laps and the lap record is 1 minute 31.447 by Pedro De La Rosa. There's three, ah, three DRS zones, two in sector one and one in sector two. There are 15 corners. Oh, I run out of time. Yeah, you were technically, yeah. Damn, I still <laughs> no, finish, finish it off, finish it yeah, off. Yeah, go on. Oh, okay, so turn one is the only named corner after Michael Schumacher. Um, in 2022, the total overtakes completed was 131. Safety car probability is at 63%. Virtual safety car probability is 38%. And pit time loss is around 22.5 seconds. Fair Might have needed fair another point. timer after that one. Yeah, no, but it was a good effort. It was a good effort. I tried to speak as fast as I could. It's a lot of facts. There's a lot of facts. I knew I wouldn't be able to get it in. Right. Momentary pause in previewing the Bahrain Grand Prix for round two. Of Do we have a name yet? We don't. Um, oh, track talk, track, so far, all I've got is track talk oh, debates. Oh, yeah, we never named it. But I need something better than track talk debates oh, because that just sounds... That. Do you, not, do you not mind that? I mean, we, we can call it Track Talk Debates, unless someone wants that's to write That's its, write into its temporary us. name. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is like, um, 
this is like racing point and we need to find our Aston Martin, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Um, last time we discussed who needs to have a good 2023. We all put a little proposal forwards, had a little debate and concluded that Yuki Tsunoda needs to have the best 2023. I said Fred Vasseur, Jay said the entirety of America. Um, but Charlotte won that vote. I did win. When you said out of context, it just sounds really weird that I just said the whole country. America need to do better. That's what you said. I mean, you're not wrong. Without context, it just sounds like I'm just waging war on them. <laughs> anyway, today we are going to discuss who deserves to be in a better team than the one that they are currently in. Charlotte went first last time, so she's going yes. last this time. I'm nervous because I know that mine's going to be taken. I can feel it. Dan, I think you're up first this week. So um, It is. Take I am up first. Right. I feel like there's one obvious answer that everyone's going to say. Bottas. Oh, I wasn't. No. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. I thought you would be. I feel like it's, it's the obvious answer. I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. Lando Norris, if the McLaren's as bad as it looks. Damn she, it. She's <laughs> sure. If the McLaren's as bad as it looks. He's going to be in trouble. He's too good to be in the midfield, let alone in a car that's probably at the back of the midfield. Um, I mean, he's he's shown. He's got podiums. He nearly had a win in Russia for various reasons. He didn't get that win. But, you know, he's he's outclassed Daniel Ricciardo. He beat Carlos. Did he beat... He came very close to beating Carlos Mm. Sainz in, like, his first couple of years. Yeah, they were pretty equal. Sainz has proven how strong he is. I don't even think I need to explain it that much. Like, the man just deserves a better car than the one it looks like he's likely to get this year and I think with Russell and Mercedes now and he's going to be a bit like oh why am I now fighting Alex rather than George oh I like that that was a nice little line you had there Dan um right my my thing is right is that we're saying a better car the only realistic option for Lando in terms of moving his career forward is either Ferrari Red Bull or Mercedes right yeah Mm -hmm. I think those three teams have got their the driver they want to build the team around, and then they've got their yeah. So they've got obviously you've got Leclerc at Ferrari, uh, Red Bull Verstappen, Russell was the future of Mercedes, and this is like a, a passing of the torch moment. I don't see where he goes because I think it's in sort of Red Bull and Ferrari's interest to have someone who's not quite as good as Verstappen or as good as Leclerc. Because then you don't sort of get that Rosberg Hamilton sort of rivalry, especially at a time where the cars are much closer together. The only of that only leaves Mercedes, and will Mercedes want a repeat of Hamilton Rosberg if they can produce the best car in the years to come, where they have two hot British drivers, hot in terms of pace, not in terms of um, appearance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you said I it, I thought about put that. A disclaimer in. <laughs> Um, Rosberg also wasn't British no 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 but like just these two Lando and Russell they're both they were all hot weren't they yeah they're all they're all good looking they're all hot George is is absolutely (laughs) impeccable Um, yeah do you think that Merck will want to have Russell and Lando basically that's what I'm saying in the same team when Hamilton retires Um, I think he's more likely to go Red Bull to be honest Mm. to partner Max that's what I've that's what I've heard if Mm. so I feel like Max, I don't know, he seems to be saying these little things that hint he might not be here after, like, 2028. Like, this is his ninth year of F1, which is mad for someone his age, but he came in when he was about 
four and like no how old was he 19 17 no 17 16 16, 17 so young like he couldn't even drive his driver license yeah yeah it was ridiculous so although he's only like 25 26 he's had a career that most people would consider a perfectly good career in f1 Mm. So he might not not everyone's like alonso not everyone wants a 50 year career in f1 he might just get bored but if he sort of gets nearer the records of Hamilton of Schumacher, do you think that would inspire him? Because I mean, if, if Red Bull are to be the team that dominates over the next few years, he can pick up you know four or five championships. Does, does he start looking at that number seven, that number eight, and go, oh, you know, I fancy being the goat? Go on, Shaw. What are you? Uh, I had two things, but to answer Jay's question, I remember. I don't know if this was him trying to like save his back or whatever but when it was the 2021 championship fight i remember him saying that he didn't almost care after he wins his first title he he just said i want to win a title and that is it he was like you know i could just retire after that he made it very clear that he wasn't interested in you know breaking Mm. history and all that Mm. stuff but was that just the max verstappen of then trying to you know play it cool and make out that you know because if so then why you know why did he win last year why is he still fighting when he'd won the title and things like that so i i don't know how true that is but i just wanted to go back to lando very quickly because that's who i was gonna say um what what do you think of his future then dan what at mclaren just no just of him because you're saying he deserves to be a better team, but what what do you see in his future? Why do you think he needs to be in well, a better team? You look at like George now. Like, there's no reason he can't fight for a championship. On pa- on paper, he beat Hamilton last year. I know Hamilton sort of tinkered about a lot throughout the start of the year, but if Mercedes were up there, George would definitely be challenging Hamilton. Is Lando that much of a worse driver than George Russell? I don't know. I mean, Russell beat no, him to I... the F2 title. So no, surely, I'm just right. asking because I think Lando, give him the right machinery in that. I think he's, you know, he could easily battle the likes of Max Verstappen, Hamilton, and that. Well, I mean, yeah. we half saw it in 2021. He was up there. Mm. He he was one of the one. You know, he got about three podiums, I think, that year, um, including a P2. So, yeah, no, I was just asking because I think there's no reason why he couldn't be a future world champion. But I just wanted to know what you thought. Like- him, Russell, Leclerc, Sainz, maybe? Verstappen are all kind of similar-ish ages and fantastic drivers, but not like the Hamilton level of fame and excellence kind of thing. But surely one of them will come very close to him, obviously Max, but aside from Max, like there's got to be then someone else that wins titles, maybe if Max leaves. And if it has to be one of them, Surely it'll be Lando or George. George has got a car that will eventually win races. So surely we know. Well, he won one, one last year. Lando. That's true. Yeah. That's a compelling um, argument you made there, Dan. I can I mean, I know could... that is the obvious nice. choice. Yeah, I always <laughs> didn't say it because it was the obvious choice. I wish you didn't but, say it because I was going to say it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I also did have Lando written down, but yeah, I have another person. Go I on, have Jay. Fernando Alonso. Okay. Mm. Ah. Okay. Go I on. know he's about forty-two, however old he is. He's 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 fairly old in F one senses. But this is a man I think that we're discussing right now who could 
be on the same level as Hamilton and Schumacher in terms of championships won if he made maybe better decisions in terms of what teams he went to and maybe got a bit luckier. Because in terms of raw ability, he's definitely up there. I mean, he only just lost in 2008 um, and 2007 he only just lost. 2012 he probably should have won whilst driving a far inferior Ferrari compared to Vettel's Red Bull. Um, He could have won in 2010 but got stuck behind Vitaly Petrov. He's and then he went to McLaren and McLaren, like we said earlier, were just absolutely rubbish for about five years. He left, he came back. Hmm. I think if you put Alonso in one of the top three cars, he will be a race winner. He'll be a championship contender because I truly believe he's that good. I think the reason why he hasn't been at a top team for a while now is because obviously when a team's got a top driver, they don't want to bring in an Alonso. Because Alonso, like, he's known to rock the boat a bit and get his elbows out and cause a bit of friction within a team. You don't want that if you've got a Hamilton, if you've got a Verstappen, if you've got a Vettel, if you've got a, a Charles Leclerc or something like that. You don't, you don't want to bring that kind of person in. So I think due to his attitude and how he is, that's probably why he won't ever get a driver at a top team. But I think he's fully deserving of it in terms of ability. And I would love to see Aston Martin this year break into that top team bracket and give him a car that can win races because I think you will see Alonso perform if he's given the right machinery. Hmm. Right. But look at the Aston this year, which at the (laughs) moment looks very, very good. Like it could Mm. be in the podium fight. Would you say he's more deserving of like a top seat, like a race winning seat than a younger driver then? Bear in mind, he's been there, done that with Renault and Ferrari. Yeah, he has. I mean, he he did make his debut, I think, before we were born. But Mm. the way I'm looking at this is is that there's there's 20 drivers on the grid. I would put him third in terms of ability. And this is right now. Like, if you got if if you had if you gave all the drivers the same car, said do a qualifying lap in the same conditions, I reckon he'd come third behind Max and Lewis. Maybe. And if, if I'm looking at it like that. Do I think he's a better driver than Sergio Perez? Yes. Do I think he's a better driver than Carlos Sainz? Yes. I think he's probably in and around the sort of George Russell, Charles Leclerc territory. So by that definition, I think I think he could do a better job than some of the drivers who are in the top three teams are currently doing or done last year. So stick him in there, if obviously that was possible, and he would he would do the business. Just a quick one. He joined Formula One in 2001, so I was two years old. Uh, I was, I was zero, still. I was zero. minus two. <laughs> That's mad. Um, oh, I had I had a question for you, Jay, and my mind's gone blank. God, why you think of it? But when Alonso's, if Alonso was in a top team, like let's say Alonso's at Red Bull, just okay. theoretically, and mm-hmm. he's he's plodding along, and he's going around, he's in second and Verstappen's third and I don't know what Hugh Bird or whatever race engineer he's got a Red Bull comes over and says uh, can you let Max pass please there's no chance in a million years Alonso's going yeah 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 three you go so yeah, there's there is no chance like, he's not he's not going to be a Perez in terms of backing him up or, or Bottas from from yesteryear but I don't think there'd be many occasions where you know Max would be behind Fernando if they drove for the for the same team and they would need to let him through. But I believe that just mm. in terms of raw speed, Alonso wouldn't kind of wouldn't find himself in that kind of situation. 
Unless there's obviously like a crazy race or something like that. I honestly think he is the most underrated driver in Formula One history. Underrated though, I don't feel like he's underrated. I do find it quite surprising that he's only got, if you want to say, two world championships, um, which he won in um, 2005-2006. But I don't know if he's underrated to an extent, though. Do you know what I mean? Because well, would you put him he's... in the in in the top tier bracket of drivers, like your Hamiltons, your Senna's, your Prosts, your Schumachers? I think I think for for newer Formula One fans, he might be underrated because they remember him yeah. more from like the McLaren Honda years where he, he broke down every other race. So mm-hmm. they're obviously thinking, oh, what a crap driver, but obviously it wasn't his fault. But then if you look back to his battles in Ferrari, obviously his world titles with the Renault. But like, I didn't expect him to be anywhere near as good as he's proven to be when he Especially came back. Especially last year. But yeah, the man's insane. The man's insane. He is okay. So I have a question for you, Jay. So my question would be, in order for him to be in the top team, would you say he needs to be in the top team to fight for a world championship? Because he, he couldn't be in a top team being the second driver and helping the newer generation or someone like Hamilton. So yeah. is he, he... he Alonso deserves to fight for a championship, is what you're saying. I think he deserves to fight for a championship, but the only way that he gets himself into a championship-winning car is if Aston Martin improve, because there's no way that Red Bull, Ferrari or Mert will, will bring him on. So unless Aston Martin are able to bridge the gap, you know, he's never going to be in a race-winning car. He's on a multi-year as well, isn't he? So practically, he's I mean, there's every opportunity. If Aston Martin and the rumours are to be believed that they're going to be in and around Merck this year, who's to say whether it will be in two or three years' time? And if Alonso can keep up this consistency in terms of performance and he doesn't fall off the cliff in terms of, you know, age, I guess, Yeah. then... Who's to say that we couldn't have a 45-year-old champion? I mean, Giuseppe Ferrigno, he was like 50 when he won. That's true. That was 1950, but, you know. Do you think being at Aston Martin might hold him back? So let's say next year Aston Martin have done a miracle again and they've got a car that matches Merck and Ferrari and Red Bull. Like, theoretically, mm. let's say they've got that. Yeah. And then suddenly Lance Stroll's realised how to drive well and quickly <laughs> and it was Alonso versus Stroll. Do you think that would hold Alonso back purely because it's Stroll's team? It's owned by Stroll's dad. Like, if if the team are going, giving Fernando favourable strategy, Lawrence Stroll is going to waltz into the room with his aura that he carries and be very annoyed. Mm, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think Lawrence Stroll's good enough for that. Oh, and not to enough. be rude to Lawrence Stroll, but I just, I just, don't, <laughs> think he, I just don't think he'd be good enough, even if they did have the best car next year. You know, Alonso would just out-qualify him unless something crazy happened over the next 12 months or so. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think he's good enough. Quite plain and simple. Sorry, Lance. Fair enough. Anything to add, sure? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I am very intrigued to hear Charlotte's person. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So... Obviously, I was going to say Lando Norris. There's, there's There's no secret in that one. I was, and the boys have actually half predicted this um, to me. I was going to say Alex Album, but I want to go a little uh, bit different. Oh, okay. Okay, but I'm it's also not going to be the biggest surprise to you. I'm going to say Esteban Ocon. Okay. Mm. Go right, on, I, the floor. Yeah. I know, but you you both just went. Oh. Well, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued as to what why. So go on. Um. What well, if 
especially last year, but especially last year, he was just, for me, the most underrated driver. He was just silently and just very quietly getting solid points in every single race. He was getting at least P7, P, P8s, just constantly racking up points. He had some good um, uh, on-track battles. Um, but then, you know, even if we go back to... Um, hold on, let me get him up. I had all my stats in front of me. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, 2020... 2020, that's it, 2020. He... Oh, no, ignore me. I'm going to start that one again. In 2021, he had his maiden victory in Hungary. In 2020, he got P2 at the Sakir Grand Prix, which is the outer track, isn't it, guys? Um, at the Bahrain. <laughs> so, okay. How long does it take to go around it? <laughs> Something like fifty-six seconds, maybe. Not a minute, and not a minute and something. No, no, no. surprisingly, no. 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 one would say that, right? No, no one would say that. Cause they'd be stupid to think that. Um, oh, in, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, in yeah, in general, he's always racked up very consistent points. That even when he was in the racing point, I thought that he looked pretty competitive. You know, he, I mean, if we ignore the time he was on lapping himself and Max literally wanted to throttle him, um, you know, he, he got some decent results. And I think, if I'm honest, I mean, the racing point was a decent car. Alpine last year especially was really good. When he was up against Daniel Ricciardo, I think, in my opinion, in 2020, it was? Mm -hmm. Yes. 2020, I think Daniel outdrove him and i think that he was better than ocon just saying but i think now with the machinery that he had been given from last year obviously yes he was against someone like fernando alonso which jay has said is the most underrated driver and of his caliber and experience but i thought that ocon really held his own and i think that he obviously he had that year out you know he didn't get a seat in 2019 wasn't it yes um and I just think that he is progressing. And I think that this year is going to be a telltale sign of like kind of where he is within this midfield battle, which is the presumption that I assume Alpine will be in. But, you know, he was the reserve for Mercedes. And I would just be extremely intrigued to know what he would be like in a car like that. I would say if he was in one of the top three teams, he would be probably classed as the second driver which then, you know, doesn't bode well with like, oh, he needs to be in a better team. But in general, like I say, he is Mr. Consistent. He did so well last year. And I think that he is someone who isn't there for money. We all know he isn't a paid driver. He is there on sheer talent and his capabilities. So I think that we need to see more from him. Mm, interesting. Has he Go shown on, enough to warrant a big move because like when you looked at Gasly when he got demoted from Red Bull back to the Alpha Tower and the man's qualifying P5 and P6 every week you were like he can't do any more to prove himself to a big team whereas I don't know if Ocon's doing enough interesting <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem when you go last you don't necessarily believe your own argument <laughs> If it was Lando, it'd be so easy. Um, but if we just look at a start, I'm just going to list off a few from last year. He came P7, P6, P7, 14, but then P8, P7. Then he had a 
couple struggles in Monaco and Baku. And then P6 Canada, P5 Austria. And like, that's in a midfield car. It's not in the top car. And I think in order to seize potential, I'd, I couldn't see how it could be a bad idea to say that he isn't deserving of a place. He is someone with experience. Of course, you know, Gasly, he was he was out qualifying that car like he was performing socks off it but i yeah i just personally think that he he is a really talented driver he has he has a win yes it was a crazy grid but he still was able to fight off sebastian vettel and then the looming lewis hamilton in hungary he was able to get p2 in sakir yes once again things got a bit crazy but he still maintained that against lance stroll who's behind him if you want to say the racing point i think well yeah it was a better car one of the racing points won you know with sergio perez um yeah i just think i just i don't i don't feel he is someone who you could put as like a Lance Stroll, or even, you know, when I kept saying before, like, Giovinazzi, I kept saying how forgettable he was and things like that. But I I wouldn't say he is just a midfield driver. I think he is, if so, at least in the top end. And I think it would just be really interesting to see if you actually pip him with someone high. I know he was against someone like Alonso last year, but I don't feel like he was being absolutely beaten he did by beat Alonso. Him, he? he beat him yeah. on points. Obviously, Alonso did have a lot of you know, mechanical mm. issues last year, but I don't feel like I was like, oh my gosh, he's, that's only because of mechanical issues. I don't feel like he was at that much of a detriment to someone mm. like Fernando Alonso. Here's my question to you then, Shaw. Do you think Esteban Ocon is better than the six drivers who are currently in the top three teams? So we've got Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Carlos Sainz, and um, Charles Leclerc. Um, Is he better than one of those six? I can't see why he wouldn't be able to beat someone like Carlos. Oh, it's interesting. It's interesting take. Um, Do you think if they were in the same car, they were teammates, Ocon could beat? I think they could be potentially. Because, so when we were talking about, you know, them earlier and you were saying about Alonso and things and i was just thinking like and not even lando in that i i think carlos Sainz is an amazing driver i can't see him being a world champion though could you see ocon being a world champion if he's in that ferrari the problem is potentially no however why i think i think you were meant to say yes to that one <laughs> yes i do no but do you know what i mean like i could i can't see why he wouldn't be really successful in a top team i do you think, think he... do you think he could do as good of a job as science has done i couldn't see why not yeah, yeah i think that's fair i think, I think fair. so i think i know like we're trying to say it needs to be in a better team and things and i know everyone all you know all 20 drivers in that grid want to win the world championship and they want to win races but i think that ocon has the capability of easily winning races there you go he might have too many off days like when he's on it, he's on it. Like he was in Hungary, um, twenty one. But then when he's off it, he is off it. So I don't know yeah, if that would so, cost so, him so, if so he was Paris in a big team. To be fair, I see what Shah's saying in terms of. I mean, I don't think he yeah. would do as good of a job as Science. I think he's as good as Science is, but he's also a bit younger than Science. And I don't think if him and Science were in the same team, Ocon would get 
thrashed by signs. I've got a lot of time for Ocon because we see yeah. in F1 a lot. Just it's the way it's like, oh, Lance Stroll, there you go, have a seat. You don't need to do anything. Whereas Ocon's family literally bought a camper van, travelled all around Europe in a desperate bid to get him into F1 with no real money. So I've got a lot of time for his story and stuff. But if he was like with Hamilton at Merck, there was a point where he was kind of rumoured to be taking mm. Bottas's seat. Um, yeah. Well, after after 18, it would have been into 19, wouldn't it, when he had that year off or after 19 into 20. So just before yeah. Russell, but, uh, Ocon was the one that was knocking on Bottas's 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 door. Mm. Um, oh, I I think I weirdly read an article for a different organisation about this many years ago about the butterfly effect of um, one that Charlotte was saying uh, Brazil 20, 2018 was it when he crashed into Verstappen? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Or something like that. And I wrote, oh, if he didn't do that, he could be at Mercedes by now, and Russell would like Russell would still be a thing, but he would probably went he'd be the one waiting for Hamilton to move on. Actually, do you know That's... what? After all of that thinking, I think Charlotte's on something. I think when Hamilton retires, Ocon could end up at, at Mercedes. Because yeah, if, I think if that we is very think possible. about it, there's I can't see why not. If George, if George Russell, I understand he's former two champion in that, but sometimes that means nothing to you people. <laughs> Make sure you make her. Um, <laughs> I've got to give him a shout. Every episode. Um. <laughs> But anyways, he was in Williams. He could not. Yes, he was, you know, he just he was Mr. Super, Super Saturday and all that stuff uh, in the later part of his career in Williams. But if we look at, for instance, his rookie year, he was just P19, basically. If He, he was just out qualifying Kvitsa. Um But yes, but like, you know, he was in one of like, yeah, worst team on the grid, effectively. And he's now in the top team. Like, George Russell has completely done a complete 360 in teams or 180 or whatever the degree is supposed to be. Why can't Ocon be given... Why can't he be given that opportunity? Why can't he be given that chance? I think there wouldn't be any harm in it. And I think, actually, he would surprise people. I do think he is someone that people underestimate and actually don't realise his full potential. Like Dan said, he does his off days and within the top teams you do need to have that consistency. But I I, I could see him against George. I, I really could. No, I agree. I agree. And I think if you're Toto Wolf, do you want Lando Norris or do you want Esteban Ocon? I think you know, he's got loads of history of seeing what it's like to have two big guns at the team. You know, two number one drivers who are going to scrap it out. Would you want an Ocon in there to, you know, sort of play that number two role, play the Bottas role, play the Perez role, and push George towards World Championship? Possibly. I, I actually do think that now Charlotte has enlightened us with his knowledge. That is actually a very, very, very good opinion. I think, I think they're more likely to go with Lando, though. Like, when you look at Lando's name and you look at Ocon's name, and Toto doesn't manage Ocon anymore, so there's no real like benefit mm. that Ocon would have when it's I feel like they're more likely to go for Lando because there's nothing to say that this year George Russell isn't beefing Lewis Hamilton at every race because like yes George loves Lewis and George has so much respect for Lewis but equally he's going to put his career first and if he needs he to is. beat Lewis Hamilton then fair enough like Lando and George respect each other and have a lot of time for each other but it's like there's nothing to say that Russell and Ocon would lose that respect any less and get on better than people that are already friends. Mm. 
But I think in terms of speed, I don't think Ocon's on the same pace level as Russell. And I think that's kind of what you want from a big team. You want someone who's fast. I think Ocon is fast. Like Perez is fast mm. and Sainz is fast and Bottas was fast. But you need them to be sort of two or three temps off the pace just to support three and like be willing to support. I mean, to be fair, two temps is quite a lot. But That's a lot. But it's not a lot, in... but it's a lot in Formula One terms. It is but, So if they got rid of Lewis and bought in Lando, I just feel... Lando? Lando. I can't, I can't talk today. And bought in Lando. Oh, I feel like that's pretty logical it's like a straight swap british driver for british driver they can keep the whole team gb thing and i feel like it would work well lando and george i really really do and i feel like we will probably see it to be honest but then lewis has mm. said to be fair lewis has said he doesn't plan on leaving anywhere anytime and I soon i don't think he will and i really hope that's the case he wants but... he wants eight doesn't he let's like people but say even, they don't care about records he wants even eight. just down to like if we just once again look at Alonso, he's forty-one, going to be forty-two this year. Hamilton is nowhere near that age, and Hamilton's on an amazing form. So why would you retire just because you're like, oh, I don't think it's going to happen? Just keep going. If you're in the like form, in great form, in the form of your life, like I just think keep going. Like you're not taking away from anyone if you're still in, you know, fit, fighting shape compared to you know when Raikkonen was in his last season. It did feel a bit like, come on, mate, you're not really getting up there enough so you know yeah you you I mean, are what Hamilton needed after 2021 Abu Dhabi just that just someone to just you know no you definitely didn't need me give after him a 2021 little... I was sobbing oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not good then <laughs> but yeah I could be his cheerleader now easily do we take this to a vote I think we should yeah Charles so Charles said Ocon I've said Lando Jay you've said Alonso right Indeed. Did Dan forget that already? No, I knew who you said. I just thought I'd let, <laughs> just thought I'd let you. All right, who's going to go mm. first? I think Shah should go first because she made the last opinion. Hmm. So you, as as uh, just in case our listeners don't remember, you can't vote for your your own argument. Um. So out of Lando and Alonso, who deserves to be in a better team? I'm going to have to say Lando Norris. Who would have thought? I could have thought. I, could, I should have said, said Schumacher just to guarantee the vote. Yeah. I basically guaranteed it was with Lando. But to be honest, I think I've actually made quite a good argument. I've actually sold myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I, I'll go next. I was going to say, in terms of argument made, in terms of persuasiveness, I would say Charlotte. But in yeah, terms of that one, in terms of who I would think there's a better. You know, there's a bit better team. I'd have to say Lando as well. There's just no need to persuade when you've said the right answer. Do you know? No. Do you know what you guys? You know, Jay, you could have made it down to sudden death. I could, um, but then Dan would have either said mine, and everyone would have drawn. You just don't want me to win two weeks, like yeah, two exactly. episodes in a row, do you? Char- so, Charlotte and fit through right, the door. It's alright, guys. I know how out, it is. Out of the two, I would have said Ocon just because he's younger and Alonso's been there, done that. But yeah, doesn't fair. matter. Um, also, I th- had a funny feeling one of us would say Hamilton, you know. I nearly I said it just, just to be different, purely because... Where, what, what, how can he go to another team? Well, Where would theoretically it be? speaking, Bull can't there. He so needs a car that can... So you say go to compete. Red Bull against his rival and one no, of like... We're ignoring all this. I'm just saying purely if he had a car that went quicker than the current car he's in, does he deserve a quicker car than the current car he's in? Yes, yeah, because he's he Lewis does. Hamilton. He does. He's the second best driver, so he should be in the but fastest car. I said Lando, and I'm taking the win. 
Well done, Dan. Fair play, Dan. Fair Thanks. Play. It's two weeks in a row. I've got zero votes. I'm terrible at this game. You're going, you're going too uh, off-piste, if you want to say. To be fair, you've said the oldest driver on the grid and the entirety yeah. of the United States of America in yeah, your ne- two guesses. Next time, so. I'm going to go the most basic thing ever. Next time. You, you're going first this time, next time yeah, as well. Yeah, you are. So you yeah. need to pick the obvious one. Oh, which one right. say as well. If you have any things that you want us to debate, let us know on social media. Please and do. And we can debate them in the future. And even send in your opinions as well alongside them. That would be good. Right, prediction time. Sorry, I was writing mine down as you were talking. Prediction time. We do this before every Grand Prix. We predict who is going to be on pole, the three spots on the podium, the positive surprise of the weekend, and two bold predictions for the weekend. And we're normally not very good. Although but let's go. Year, where, where was it last year? I smashed it. You did a really so like good Japan one. or Singapore, I was, I've got like sure. all of them bar one. Yeah, this weekend, I'm getting all of them, all of them. I'm calling right now. He was about to say bar one. Yeah, why would I say that for? I'm getting yeah. all of them. Right. Uh, pole positions. Who who wants to who wants to say who they fit on pole? Okay, Charlotte Clark. Mm. Oh, there you go. I was going to say that. Was you? I thought I'd say him really? to give everyone else the chance to say the other no. obvious answer. Can, can well, we say the same as someone else? Yeah. It yeah. Just doesn't make within, it as fun, I guess. Within oh. reason, though. Within reason. Yeah, like it sounds like something that's like really obscure. You can't go, oh yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> George Russell qualifies with an exact lap time of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, I, I wrote it down as well earlier. To the hundredth or thousandth. Well, Dan, are you going to go next for pole or am I? I mean, I, I will, I'll happily go next if you want me to. Yeah, go on, you go. Okay, well, I'll take the sap and then because that's who I had written down. What cool. a bore. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Lando Sorry. and now Verstappen. <laughs> um, well, can I also take uh, Leclerc? Yeah, you can have Leclerc. You can have Leclerc. Go on. Can I? If, they, if that's all right, yeah, I'll do that, and then you know we'll we'll try and spice it up from now. All right, Jay. Who's your podium from first to third? First to third. Okay, I am going in first place. Charles Leclerc. Ooh. In second place. Max Verstappen in third place, Sergio Perez. I'm sticking true to the de Klerk belief. Okay. Sure. Hmm. Now, I'm going to go Max Verstappen for the win, Leclerc P2. And Lewis Hamilton. Ooh. Three. Oh, okay. I thought I was you were going to put my house on you saying signs. Just, no, because I just, why not? I want three teams on the podium. Yeah, See, I've been boring again. I'm sorry. I've said uh, Max one, two, first, Declare second, okay. Perez third. They didn't go for one, two. Then I would no. definitely accuse you of being wholemeal bread. Just in terms of the, the boring. Never been accused of, of that of before. <laughs> positive surprise. Jay, who's your positive surprise? Uh, believe it or not, I've, I've actually got Esteban Ocon. Oh. I am fully on board this hype train of Esteban Ocon. Charlotte okay. has persuaded me. Charlotte has Damn right. enlightened you me. You lawyer, sure. Yeah, no, honestly, behind this screen, you guys can't see. I've got a massive poster of Esteban Ocon. But I've had to cut <laughs> his head off because he's too tall. But yeah, I've got Ocon. <laughs> 
just his tall the Peter face. Crouch of F1. Yeah. <laughs> his biggest red, his feet sticking out the bed. Go on, Shell. Um, so I don't know if you'll give this to me. Oh, God. Uh, no, but I want to say the rookies. Yeah, yeah. I can get bored with that. I mean, it's but a lot that's harder. Three. That's a lot harder for you. Or shall I just pick one? I mean, for your sake, I'd you're going to be brave. One. Yeah. For your sake. Okay, okay, fine. But that's my that's my mindset, guys, so everyone knows. I, okay, I'm going to say Oscar Piastri is my positive okay. surprise. If Have all you three forgotten do well. what car he's driving? Yeah. Huh? You've forgotten that he's in a McLaren and the McLaren's pretty slow. Exactly. So if he does well, that's going to be a positive surprise. Uh, yeah, that's I feel true. like if he beats Lando and this on is pace, it. Oh, then it probably general, counts. We obviously, you know, everyone has pipped the McLaren not to be the best, but Lando is then saying it's not as bad as everyone says. So, you know, if they are relatively equal in qualifying, we'll just say, you know, we'll just be optimistic. We'll say, <laughs> be optimistic. P12 is what I was going to say. Um, P12 and P13. Say if he then finishes in the points and Lando's P11, then that's going to be a very positive surprise. Or... If Lando's P8 and Oscar Piastri's P9, that would still be, in my opinion, a positive surprise. Because hmm. that means he's close to him. If all three rookies do well, does Charlotte get extra mindset points? Because she said that that was her mindset. So if all three of them are in the points, do we <laughs> give Charlotte point. some kind of like bonus mindset points? We gave having... her a bonus prediction in the predictions episode yeah, as yeah, well. But Charlotte does what she wants and she makes up her own category. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't it's like abide by the track talk rules. We're just living in it. <laughs> I'm just to be honest, you make it's me first... sound like I go rogue. Like, it's the first... <laughs> ridiculously rogue. <laughs> it's the first time she's made a prediction and then immediately not gone, oh, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> she always does that. It's it's I think it's this Charlotte. person. No, 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 not this person. <laughs> <laughs> time. Um, anyways, one? I've said Lance Stroll. Oh, the man's oh, had like no that. time in that car yet, but I can back him to do somewhat okay. I mean, these are slightly subjective when we do the review show mm. as to... But no, I we'll like see. that. I'm on board with that. I like that. Thanks, Jay. Right. Two bold predictions. Jay, go on. All right. I'll do you my first one now. Mine is both Haas cars in the points on Sunday. Oh, I like bold. that. Because Haas always is just so good at the start of the season. And then by like round five, they're terrible. But I'm going to back them again. They're going to start well. And both of them will be in the points come Sunday. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say both McLarens. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if this is bold. Both McLarens in Q2. Is that well, bold? Out, out in Q2. Well, no. Like they both qualify into Q2. No, I don't think they're that bad though. Because I was well, gonna say. I, I was going to say bad. Q... No, because this is the thing. I was going to say Q3, right? And then I thought, that's quite bold. But then I'm only thinking, which is a little bit safer to say Q2, but what I was thinking is because people have pipped them to be the 10th car, like below Williams, below Haas, below, you know, Alfa Romeo, Aston and all that jazz. So is that not bold enough or am I allowed that? My, my only fear is right is that if McLaren are as good as they were last year and they just come like seventh and eighth in qualifying and we've just given Charlotte the, <laughs> Both the prediction, point. Is, is, get points. <laughs> especially after the last season where I was listening back to some of the episodes and we just gave Charlotte some ridiculously easy things. 
I feel like, Dan, if we are going to make a stance, we have to make it the first race. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, it'll get to November and Charlotte Stop will just... It. You're making me sound like you just belittled me or something. I don't know. Like, you let well, me off on, like... I, I want to win. I wish Charlotte will be like... Charlotte will just thrash us again this year because we <laughs> let her off too race. easily. Yeah. So both McLarens in Q2. So you have it that. See, I what, think Lando will you? get there. It's more piastri. Well, this is... The, it has to be I'll both. I'll have it. Whatever. Have it. It yeah. has have to it. be both. Yeah, and okay. it, if, if we look we stupid say, on Monday. Okay, then... do you want me to go bolder? P13 and up. Okay. Okay. I'm, 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 that's a good negotiation. So yeah. Piastri can qualify P13, but then has to both has to be above Yeah, both have to be 13 right? and higher. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Make sure you write okay. these down, because I'm only writing mine down. Yeah, you see, right, I've yeah. gone along the same kind of line. I've gone one of the McLarens in Q3, and I didn't know if you'd let me have it. Oh, see, I was going to say both in Q3, but I've been more pedestrian. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think you can have that. I think you can have that, sure, even sure. though they're very similar. Yeah, yeah well, I've already written. And we did I've just say before, it. guys, about no, 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 no. It's not exactly the same. <laughs> oh, it's not exactly why'd you the copy same. Me? No, 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 no. Okay, no, fine. No, no. Um, right, Jay, second vote prediction. Okay, here we go. Mine is Fernando Alonso will top at least one session this weekend. I like that prediction. So if it's if a P, FP1, FP2, FP3, Q1, Q2, Q3, or by some miracle he wins the race, he will top one session. Okay. That, that, that I mean, yeah, that's bold. I mean, if it's the race, fair play. If it's the Yo, race, fair play. imagine. Ooh. Sure. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? I don't know. <sighs> okay, sorry. No, I'm just thinking. Okay. Oh, I don't know if this is bold. Okay, let me know. Nick DeVries to score points. I love that prediction. I think yeah, of course you him in. <laughs> that's, that, that's probably the best thing Charlotte said this podcast. Wow, and I've said amazing things. Yeah, podcast. and to be fair, that often <laughs> arguing was good. Is that, is that bold? Good. Is that bold? What, what the three in the points? Yeah, that's bold. Yeah, okay. If we if we say I don't argue with Jay. Well, you know, <laughs> if we think about it, we've got to have all six cars from the top teams to be in the points. So then that mm. leaves only four more positions, and then you've got people like you know, if you want to say the Astons were looking good, Alpine could be up there. Even if you want to say Lando, I'm not sure about Piastri or you know. No, I think that's mm. bold. Yeah, um, no. no, that's all right. I'm gonna I give think... that to myself. I think that's I... all right. <laughs> Look at myself. Charlotte just makes her own rules up. <laughs> I think that's bold. No, it is. I think the Alpha Tower is the second worst. I don't know why I went that so... high though. Yeah, um, I, I can get on board with that. I don't know if you'll let me have this. Here we I've go. said two cars out by turn one or at turn one. At least two cars. Yeah, no, that's all right. I think. Yeah, I think that's that's bold. Yeah. Enough. So at least two by turn uh, uh, up like bleh, can't speak after turn one or like. But, there will be Before at least two cars two. involved in a big first corner collision. First okay. corner collision. What happens if it's on turn four? Well, that's not like, a first corner collision. It's just first corner. Because it could even though oh, maybe I should. like three corners yeah, in very quick succession. Mm. No, this is what. Maybe this is I should what have I'm said checking. Before no, turn you've four. Said it. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I can cut that out. I edit them. I can. I can edit myself out there. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I should have said turn four. Oh, sod it. Turn one. Turn one. Oh, you're locked in, man. You're locked in. I've said it now. Whatever. Locked in. It is oh, that was a, what a stupid idea from me. <laughs> um, right. That's about it. 
for the Bahrain preview. It's the first race of the season. I'm so excited for it. Charlotte is just ridiculously excited for it. I've never met anyone more excited for anything. I'm really excited. Like yeah. I said, it's a clean slate. We don't know what's going to happen. We've got practice tomorrow. You know, we've got to see all 20 cars, including rookies, returning drivers like Hulkenberg. We've got championship winning cars fighting against each other. Is Lewis Hamilton and George Russell going to be in the championship fight this year? Will Ferrari get their mm, together with their new team principal? Is Max Verstappen going to keep continuing his dominance in the sport? So many questions that need to be answered and we're going to start to get them and I'm so excited. That was really good. I'll that follow that. Right. Good. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we will see you after the Bahrain Grand Prix for a review and we'll review our predictions and there might be another debate. Depends how much time we have. But we will see. Thank you guys for coming on as usual. Cheers, Dan. Cheers, Shaw. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you soon. Goodbye.